this webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. <coughs> Welcome to Discount Budget Airport Motel, Denver. <clears throat> Do you have a reservation? Well, yes. We're here for AFCON 2010. Okay, let me get your room. Don't worry about the airplanes flying over. You'll only hear them every five minutes. And one more thing. You might want to pass on that continental breakfast. Don't let this be you. Stay in the lap of a luxury suite at our AFCON 2010 discount rate. Our room block is almost sold out. This is your last chance to stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. Don't let this special rate go away and book your rooms now. Finalize your plans to be at AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through the 23rd in Denver. Still haven't registered? Then register today at AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenveld and Roy Hoiskies. Hi, it's uh, a nice weather out there. It's sun is shining. It's time for another episode of State of Search. And uh, I'm Boss Vandenveld. With me, of course, Roy Hoiskies. Hi, Roy. Hey, Boss. How are you doing? Uh, pretty, pretty good. Enjoying the weather also? Yeah, it was nice. Although it was a bit cold when you're not standing in the sun, but it was fine. We played a little bit of soccer outside already, so ah, okay. during we're just break talking, time. We were just talking before the show about the upcoming World Cup, and uh, we have a guest on our show who believes that England's going to win the World Cup. Uh, Mr. Richard Baxter, are you there? <laughs> of course, England are, are going to win the World Cup. How you doing, Bass? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, Richard? Good to have you. Very, on the show. very good. Yeah. Thanks very much. So the yeah. weather, the weather. Oh, sorry, go for it. No, go ahead. I was going to say, the weather here has also been very nice, but last weekend I was two foot deep in snow in Norway, and then I got back from Norway and it was like 30 degrees in England. It's just such a wild change in, in temperature. It's been awesome. Yeah, that is a wild change, yeah. I was in Munich last weekend. That was cold. <laughs> we were saying to each other, well, it's nice that they have the conference uh, I was at the A4U conference uh, in uh, in the autumn, in the fall, but uh, <laughs> that cold it was it was really ridiculously ridiculously cold. So it's good to be back in uh, in good weather and uh, uh, enjoying what's going on in the world of search and uh, all around. Um, we have uh, Richard Baxter also as a guest. Um, 
we're going to talk a little bit about SMX London also, where he, uh, which he attended. You didn't speak this time, did you? No, no, actually. No, thanks to the uh, trip to Norway. But I, I enjoyed being there and just having listened to uh, what everybody else had to say for a change. That was a good thing. Good. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, could you uh, uh, introduce yourself to those who uh, uh, those uh, few out there, few people out there who don't know you? Cool. Um, yep. So uh, my name is Richard Baxter. You can read my blog at seogadget.co.uk. Um, I'm an SEO consultant there, um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Richard Baxter. I think that'll do quite nicely. Yeah. And uh, you are also famous of trying to be number one for the uh, SEO UK SEO term, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting search result. There's a there's a man who owns first first position for that, who is really competitive for it. I watch this space for that one. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Real interesting ranking to try and get. <laughs> Who's ranking number one now? Oh, that, that'd be uh, Mr. Naylor, if he's listening That's today. Dave, Dave Naylor, funnily enough, he, he's got the top spot for UK SEO, which makes it so much fun to try and, you know, just, just try and knock him off it. But something tells me that's not going to happen today. I think so that's a bit of a grower. You're on number four, I think, right? Or three? Yeah. Well, it's, it's really interesting watching it uh, move around because... Uh, particularly sort of early May, it was it was really volatile. And I know I know a lot of the search results have been sort of flapping around a lot more than usual. And, and UK SEO has been up and down. Um, at best, it, it was two. Uh, it's been in three a fair bit. And yeah, it's back in four, I think, at the moment. So, uh, you know, I get quite a lot out of just watching that rank. It's not really for the traffic. It's, 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 it's to understand the search results a little better, I think. Okay, yeah, that, that was my next question. How much traffic are you going to get from it, or, or are you getting from it, from that kind of term? Oh, it's 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 a low traffic term, high competition. But that's actually, you know, that that's not why I've been putting it in. You know, things like blog footers and stuff like that. It's it's more about um, if you actually look at some of the, you know, the links and that that particular SERP in terms of the way it's broken down uh, with some of the like, you know, the link graph metrics on all of the other ranking sites um, there's a range of different strategies there uh, to get that positioning for that term so it's not really about the traffic it's more about having um, a test key phrase that I've got to just have a play around with when I've got a, a bit of spare time and just to help you know keep me sharp on um, you know sort of link target and like metrics based stuff when, 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 when you're trying to improve your search engine rankings so that's really why uh, why I've been doing it and why I've been watching it so closely. You know, it's it, it's not really part of the day job, to be honest, Baz. The traffic's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can imagine that. It's funny, I'm, yeah. I'm just looking at, at, at the result, uh, UKSEO, on the google.com site, and I'm getting a Dutch-sponsored link on the site. So, it's quite interesting. Awesome. Awesome. That's not one of yours, is it? It isn't, no. <laughs> so, I don't know why people would be advertising on that or it, maybe it's something else anyway um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little bit uh, about uh, loads of stuff we, we, we have uh, we always do uh, show notes uh, before the show which we uh, um, uh, share with uh, our guests and then we'll try to figure out what we're going to talk about and um, I put in three items this morning and I just opened up again and now it's full of items so we've got loads of stuff we can talk about um, let's uh, start off with the XM SMX uh, uh, part can you um, Give us a short impression of uh, what SMX was like this year, because I, I wasn't there. Well, I was at A4U, and Roy, you were uh, working, I guess. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was. 
So, Richard, how yeah. was it? No problem. Um, yeah, th- this year was fun. Um, we all had a great time. Um, it was really, really interesting to see the difference between a standard SMX London and uh, an SMX Advanced London because they changed the agenda, um, I think, quite early on. Um, earlier this year and, and moved it over to a, a bit more of an advanced track. And yeah, there were some great panels. There was some really, really challenging content. Um, there was a bigger crowd. It was busier this year. So this is, I think, you know, this is the third SMX London, I think. And um, sorry, the fourth. And, you know, so so far, it's, it's definitely the busiest one. Um, so great attendance, met loads of, you know, great people. And saw some really, really good speakers too. So overall, definitely worth being there. I really enjoyed it. It was really nice just to be able to sit and watch the other speakers, um, you know, d- discussing their topics. And uh, I got to moderate as well. I got to moderate my own panel for the first time, which was an awesome challenge. So really, really <laughs> enjoyable. Was it difficult to moderate? <laughs> well, no, not not at all. Not at all. I, we, we had one of your guys actually, Mar- Martin Bike, who uh, yep. contributes to State of Search. Yeah, so he he was on the panel. Uh, the discussion was local SEO. Uh, we were there with Mike Belasco and Christine Churchill as well. And uh, no, it was a really really challenging and interesting se- um, session. It, it it started off very much around uh, you know the mechanics of tracking local SEO, uh, particularly the traffic and looking at the difference in in user behaviour, the way traffic tends to convert when it's coming from you know, those Google places listings uh, and, and, and moved much more towards local SEO ranking factors. And we discussed some of the details of, of how to get a decent uh, a, a local local result, result in, in Google search. So, no, really challenging and interesting panel. It was pretty awesome. Martin was on the show a couple of, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Roy. Uh, by the way, I have to mention that um, I, just, I wasn't at the show last week because I did A for You. And uh, uh, Richard, uh, it's, what's the last name? Is Boer, right? Right. No, 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 no. Merchboer or uh, Teos. Okay. Well, Merchboer, he's who's also in the chat room right now. He's uh, he did a great job. I I really like listening to that show. So thank you for that, uh, both of you. Um, which also reminds me that if you are listening live right now, please come and join us in the uh, chat room, uh, which is uh, uh, quite enjoyable to uh, to be uh, hanging around in. Um, and as you said, um, uh, Martijn who uh, is, he's a search cowboy he wrote for search cowboys by the way he don't, doesn't write for state of search he was on that session um, it was SMX advanced yeah. did you, did you uh, uh, see any difference with earlier SMXs in level in, in, in how much knowledge there was spread a lot of the time yeah I mean there was a, it, there was a lot more focus on analytics and uh, there was a lot more sharing of some of the details actually in, so, in some of the strategies, particularly on link building. And actually um, what I've got is I've, I've reached out to some of the speakers that were at SMX London and just asked them for like a couple of top tips for uh, Webmaster Radio. So oh, cool. um, we, so how about we, uh, I'll run you through some of the things, some of the snippets and some of the uh, good stuff that I, I, I took away. Uh, from that conference, and we'll take it from there. And if anybody's got any questions, let's uh, uh, let's pick them off one by one. So, the the, the first most most interesting thing that I took away from this is um, Sam Crocker, who's SEO uh, consultant at Distilled, and he was on the keyword research panel. And uh, what he started doing, what, what he shared with us was the, uh, the, the there's a scraper uh, called Mozenda. I'm not sure if you've come across Mozenda. It's like yes. a programmer. Yes. Cool. Last, right. Last so there week. was. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. So there was there was a lot of there was a lot of buzz around Mozanda and ways to use it for um, keyword research, particularly. Um, and I was really really impressed with Sam's application of Mozanda and the uh, Google Suggest API. So he was talking to us about how to run lists of keywords uh, from a CSV file through Mozanda and then into the uh, Google Suggest API to get an output of all of all of Google's related terms. So you start off with one key phrase and you can end up with, you know, 15, 20, however many come out of the API. And I just thought that's such a smart tip. And I've, I've never seen Mozenda used, um, you know, to, 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 to query an API. I just thought that was really great. And he talks us through sort of looking at, um, you know, sort of competitor um, keyword targeting on their websites. Like he, sh he showed an example of Hulu. Hulu lists all of the top shows in a certain category and how to sort of, you know, get the data from a website like Hulu into a workable form so you can use it for keyword research and, and competitor analysis. So it was that kind of level that, that we were discussing quite a lot at the time at SMX Advanced London. It was, you know, a, a lot of how-to and a lot of detail on sort of, yeah, really interesting out-of-the-box stuff. Um, Sam's, Sam's shared a couple of tips with us as well. So Sam's top tips from uh, SMX London, infographics for link building. So there was a panel, uh, the social media panel um, covered the use of infographics and attracting links uh, for, you know, relatively mundane subject matters like finance or uh, PPI, like loans, payment, protection, insurance. Um, and yeah, his tip was, yeah, definitely, you know, from Chris Bennett's presentation on social media from 97th, 97th floor, um, definitely look at, you know, really, really good link, link building examples like with infographics, like visualeconomics.com is a really, really good example of that. Um, and that's still working for a lot of folks, and you know there's still a lot of space to uh, to, to to build links uh, with that technique. Cool. Uh, oh, but uh, do, yeah. do you have uh, do you have, do you have links uh, there? And maybe we can post them in the chat room. Are you in the chat room, by the way? Or not? Yeah, no. Um, I tell you what, I'll do. I'll share some links on my Twitter if that's cool, yep. and then if you can pick those up and stick them in the chat room, how about that? Perfect. Um, so um, next up was, um, um, let me see, oh right, so yeah, Rand Fishkin was talking about uh, ranking factors and there was quite a lot of noise about this actually afterwards, there were quite a few, uh, there were quite a few write-ups about it like on seoinsight.co.uk and Rand was talking about, you know, that they're, they're really quite certain now um, that positioning of links on a web page um, can dictate how strong that link is in terms of like the impact on the ranking factor. So, like, a, you know, a link inside copy. I know as us SEOs, we've always said, you know, if you put a link in the body copy of a web page, that's going to be more powerful than something like a navigational link. Well, he was talking about the evidence that he's got, the data that he's got actually on the mechanics of how that works, and he recommended that we should all read. Um, did you see um, Bill Slowski's uh, Reasonable Surfer post from a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I think we discussed that as well. I mean, it was kind of an extensive topic to talk about. It was it was old stuff, but it was well. It was a lot we already knew, but it kind of it was old. So it was kind of scary that it was that old, and we we thought they never did it before, or at least that yeah. people talk about it since like they're doing it since this year. And I think they're mm. they were doing this a long time before we actually knew they did it. Yeah, mm. it's like you know people have been talking about like block analysis, you know, all, all of those kinds of things for ever such a long time. Um, but it was interesting that it, it, it came up in, in the session. The other thing that he was talking about was the, the difference between sort of the impact on, like, you know, the number of tweets 
uh, for a certain link now compared to something like October 2009. And when they looked at the data for the number of tweets and correlating sort of social media activity to ranking factors, back in October, there was very, very little correlation at all. Uh, whereas now, like coming into sort of, you know, um, sort of March, May, April 2010, there's a much, much stronger correlation between social media activity and raw ranking factors. Um, and that was just really, really interesting to watch that presentation. Um, so next up, yeah, next up, um, 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 ah, yeah, so a little tip from Andrew Girdwood. He was talking about a WordPress plugin called Semanta. Have you guys come across that? Yeah, it's an old one, just to get um, semantical images and wiki pages and all kinds of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, that's just right, and um, putting yourself on, like, using the sponsored links on Semanta and promoting yourself as well without Brains Out Loud service. I'm not sure if any of you guys have uh, used that one. No, wasn't familiar with it. Okay. Yeah, is, I'll, is it I'll stick... I'll stick the link on there. That's on my um, handy tips from SMX London. So I'll just I'll just stick that on Twitter for you now. Um, so tips from Will Critchlow at Distilled as well. Um, so he talks us through um, sort of the mechanics of first first touch tracking in Google Analytics. Um, he's got a um, uh, a how to guide how to set up first touch tracking in Google Analytics. Um, and some of his tips were you know definitely. You know, use visits to purchase uh, to convince stakeholders. Um, consider reports like sort of looking at branded versus unbranded reports for your keywords. Um, you should definitely be working with the Google Analytics API. Um, and he was showing us reports on sort of, you know, using Google Analytics API data um, to look at sort of what new links have you got coming into, into your site. So rather than having to look at, you know, the, uh, the, the web server logs. Um, you can look at new referrers and traffic that's coming in from new links for the first time. I think using Mint for that, uh, and you, you know, yours program pretty pretty good, I think, and yours build a lot of um, Wind, uh, Mint Mint widgets for it or Peppers, I think they're called in Mint. And I think Mint is more apprehendable than than uh, the Google Analytics one, since Google Analytics is kind of slow on on stuff like that. At least that's my experience with it. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, it'd be good to have it real time, wouldn't it? But that's just not the case. It's such a it's such a must have. It'd be really nice if Google Analytics could report a little bit quicker than it actually does. Um, <laughs> for in, for instance, an hour would be mean. nice. I don't even need real time, but but an hour or maybe two it would be nice instead of twenty four hours in my case most of the time. Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it should be. I think it should be in there for in, in four hour four hours or something like that if you have a, a fairly small account. But um, the last couple of times I've looked at it, it was always like 24 hours or more since uh, we got pretty big accounts and pretty hefty amounts of data. But uh, that's that's not going to work. I mean, it, it's going to take a while and it's, it's fairly slow and you have to use the API and the API gives us timeouts as well, actually, if I have to be honest with that. <laughs> Just keeping getting timeouts with it. Yeah, but maybe it's the size of the sites you work with also because you work with kind of large sites, uh, right? Yeah, it's co completely dependent on that, I, I know, and that's why I can't complain. Otherwise, I'm still way above 5 million uh, visitors or page views, what's it? I don't know. I'm, I'm way above that, so I, it has something to do with that, and I broke it up in accounts, but it's not helping me enough to, to make it really usable right now, at least not on a real-time base. Just just checking it out for maybe a day or a week is it, fine, but if I'm going to use it faster, I have to dive back at locks or at even, uh, well, 
scripts that, that monitor logs and just pop stuff up. Yeah. So, uh, 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 Richard, did Will talk about big sites, or was it? Uh, did he just in in general talk about the Google uh, Analytics uh, thing? Well, I'm I'm pretty sure they're doing some stuff behind the scenes for all of the sites they 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 work on. Um, but actually, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know those guys. Those guys have got some pretty awesome sites in their uh, in in their portfolio. So. Um, yeah, you know, we should maybe get like an analytics session set up with Will and get him to talk us through in more detail. I'll just pick up his presentation um, to share. I'll stick that up in a moment so we can we can send the link around and you can take a look for yourselves. Um, what was really interesting, there was this great comment that came out of the social media session. Um, which is a little, little quote, social media is like a dinner party. Don't be boring and bring more than just your work to the conversation. And that's sort of advice for people, you know, kind of setting up Twitter profiles as brands, um, you know, to, to, to always share, you know, the good stuff, the fun stuff, not necessarily just, you know, the boring kind of product information or like, you know, the, the, you know, the, the standard messages. You've got to it's get actually, involved. Yeah. It's actually kind of the same message which you, which you hear a lot um, saying, well, if you, if you do social media, be real. Be a real person, not just be a company. Um, sounds like a perfect moment to uh, uh, to ask our sponsors how they are doing. Um, uh, we're talking to Richard Baxter, and we will continue to talk about SMX and uh, other stuff after the break. Uh, if Rascal takes us to commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. XYZ in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. You can come to state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. CEO Coach. 
Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome back to the second part of the State of Search show. We uh, are joined today by Mr. Richard Baxter, uh, who actually did his homework before the show started, and he came up with lots of tips coming from SMX Advanced. Um, uh, he already uh, uh, showed us a couple of, told us a couple of tips coming from people like Will Critchlow and uh, uh, others, and um, he also wrote a post about that. Uh, we also uh, have. There's several posts and several presentations uh, online on State of Search. Um, and I'm, I was just going through Samuel Crocker's one about key, key phrase research beyond the ordinary. Um, were you at that session, uh, Richard? Yes, yeah, I was. Yeah, it was great. It was pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. He, he's talking okay. about a free Google Analytics plugin. Um, um, click it, watch change. Have, have you seen that? No, no, no. I've not, I've not played with that. That's why I was pretty excited about this particular presentation I think Sam's definitely one to watch he, he brought some really really good new ideas in um, so no I actually haven't checked it out yet okay so we're, we're gonna we're gonna sh- be sure to check that out um, um, it's it's some sort of a, a plugin uh, for Google Analytics which I, I'm not sure what it actually does but um, uh, it, it's worth checking out at least uh, what I've heard from uh, several people uh, who were attending uh, the conference and from uh, um, um, uh, others who were not even there but knew what's, what, what, <laughs> what was going on. Um, yeah. So ha- have you got any more tips uh, from SMX? Uh, let me see, let me see. Um, 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 so there was some pretty awesome coverage and... Ah, right. So, yeah, no, Kelvin Newman um, talked us through um, some tips for getting links from government and student sites. Um, So I took a note of a couple of these ideas. Um, Some of the best ones, so actually sponsoring student events, um, actually going into universities and delivering uh, careers talks. He even suggested running for parliament. You can get a pretty good .gov.uk link if you run for parliament. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to try that one myself, but yeah, it might it, it, it might be worth a go. It's it's a it's a way of doing link link bait. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not link bait. It's I've link just, buying, then, isn't it? I've just noticed. <laughs> I've just noticed in the chat room actually. Um, somebody's uh, De- Dennis has mentioned uh, that Rob Kerry uh, uses canonicals for redirecting to new domains. That might be from the. Um, his 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 uh, SEO ranking factors presentation. Um, well, he's saying that he's noticed just recently that more and more um, domain to domain three hundred one redirects just aren't passing the same kind of value that they used to, and they've become less and less effective. Um, so we were talking about sort of strategies around that. Have you have you guys seen this? Have you seen um, you know domain to domain three hundred one redirects passing less value? I don't buy that much domains to, to, to redirect them at, at this moment, <laughs> but I, I've noticed the, the show, and I was listening to the show with Joost, uh, I think two weeks ago, with John Mueller uh, mm-hmm. from the Google Webmaster Tools, and he was also stating that if you want to do proper redirects, use the Webmaster Tools, uh, that will get you the most value when used to canonicals. Those are more important right now than, than the 301s, at least that's what the Google people say, so do your homework and try it out. 
but it's it's yeah. kind of it, it it's could be an, it's a trust trust issue I think I mean if you, you everybody could do it three three oh one especially on, on on the recent WordPress hacks you we've seen all all the time and it's it's way harder to do uh, verify site change with uh, the, the way that Google knows who the owner is. Uh, actually, if Google knows uh, all these domains are from the same owner, uh, it's gonna doesn't get you the same value as it used to have. Uh, so I think there's a, the, using the real canonical is is nice, and using the webmaster tools uh, is, is nice if if you really own the domain and you want it to be publicly out there that you own it. But on the other hand, I think the the, the rel canonical is, is the way to go right now. Uh, at least you can mm. try it as well with the one. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, a couple of tips from uh, Mike Belasco, who's president at SE Overflow. Um, so I asked him for a, a couple of pointers for this show uh, with, with, with local SEO in mind. Um, and we were talking about like, you know, when you're setting up like a, a Google Places page, like a local listing page, always use um, an email address from the same domain uh, that your um, uh, that the website is that, you, that you're promoting. Um, so for somebody who's quite new to, to, to local SEO, that's, that's a really good point. Like I've, I've got a friend of mine who's just started a company and he's set up his local SEO, his Google local business listing uh, with a Gmail account, but actually, you know, it should be at his, uh, at his company URL. Um, and consistency is king. So we were talking about the impact of obviously, you know, you need to be consistent with business names when you're um, when you're putting business listings out there for citations. Um, but it was really interesting to discuss the the general consensus was that phone number and business name were the two strongest components of a citation that you've got to get exactly right. Uh, where address matchup obviously exactly is pretty important too, but it seems to be business name and phone number in low classio that is like the, the most important component of a citation to get right. Have you guys have you guys come across that too? Uh, I'm not really into the the local department, but we did we did the show last I think two weeks ago. Uh, Matayan and Aryan were uh, Aryan. Uh, is doing a lot of stuff with the local as well, and uh, they were both really consistent on, on using the uh, well ad address in general is pretty good for it, and it's going to be a really it's a really strong factor for local ranking, and it's not imaginable that it it, it shouldn't be something that uh, it, it sh should be something that, that will be in in the usual ranking factors as well mm. in, in citations. So yeah, my time is. It does make sense to have the, the name and the phone number as one of the or, or the two most important ones, actually. Yeah, the, the easiest thing to be consistent with, I suppose. Yeah. So if you if you imagine sort of Google are trying to work out which which components of the data you know they should be yeah. choosing from to to, also, to wait. Yeah, and also probably the, the the one or the two things that uh, the people actually want to see who are searching. So that's probably also what. Google's aiming for to try to find out what people are searching for, what they really want. So I'm guessing that would be something that people really would be searching for: names and mm. phone numbers. Agree. If, if when it comes to local. Well, it, it, I've pointed out a couple of times before, I think, and I, um, there's a big change going on in the way they communicate about what what are ranking factors. They're not looking for. Um, SEOs always tend to think about ways to get penalized instead of Google's always. At least the last six months, I think they're always talking about um, ways to gain more trust, and I think those are way more important than than ways of not getting penalized. Uh, there's a, there's a big difference between the way you you approach things, 
Um, and I think a lot of a lot of SEOs are still stuck in that. With if I do this, then it, it will be be good for my SEO. No, you have to think about um, what's the best quality indicator for my site, and how do I get that? Yeah. Instead of well, working on links and, and just not look a little bit further than just the regular um, media, uh, you, you need to have. But the the, the reason why why you should have it. Martin um, Bike was uh, giving some tips on tracking sort of you know local search and, and something that really really stuck in my mind from from his presentation was how he demonstrated the difference in uh, the conversion rate uh, from local traffic traffic that's coming from the right area on the site uh, against sort of just general organic SEO traffic and the conversion rates were, were considerably different and he talks us through techniques beyond you know you know how to track a, a local listing through a 301 redirect but he talks us uh, through the options that we have to track offline conversions as well and um, yeah, yeah methods like uh, using coupons and special offers uh, that you know you, you would have only have seen had you been on the, on the Google Places page uh, to bring in uh, before you convert that's a really really interesting presentation I've just shared the link in the chat room um, definitely worth a look it, it, it all feels, and I don't know if you f uh, feel the same way, but um, it, it, it kind of feels like we're growing up in the, in the SEO industry. It's not just anymore about just optimizing uh, using, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say tricks, but it's not tricks. <laughs> it's uh, techniques, uh, just using techniques, but also looking just a little step, ne the next step, trying to use uh, offline conversion trying to use uh, to look at what users want it seems as if that's the trend which is going on right now do you, do you guys yeah I mean? I mean it it feels a lot like um, look you know you, you understand the basics you understand a lot of the tricks behind some of the things that we do but if you want to be really bulletproof with this strategy these are the you know, this is the process that you need to follow. These are the, this is the checklist that you need to tick off. And if you follow this process and develop it in this way, uh, then then you'll have mastered that that specific approach. But then I think you know SEO, um, you know, it seems to be splitting into lots of sort of subcategories of specialism as well. And there are lots of different kinds of specialists under the SEO banner uh, that we have today that we didn't have. You know, all those years ago. So there, you know, there was no such thing as a local SEO a couple of years ago. So you've got these new guys that are coming in, and they've got some really, really awesome strategies and tips. And finally, we're getting to the place where um, we have data to support some of, you know, some of those suspicions and some of those approaches, which is which is which which makes it such a powerful thing to to, to be able to go off and do. That's that's why I love SEO generally. It's because the quality of the data that we're getting hold of now. Um, compared to before, it's, it's just it's just incredible. Yeah, true. It's a growing industry. That's why probably <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the, all the all the stuff you're getting is uh, well. It, it takes time to get all the data. So now we're getting there. Um, mm. Okay. Um, can you give us one final tip on the SMX, and then we'll uh, uh, go to our. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to a break yet, but uh, I want to do a couple of other topics too. So um, give us a final tip on SMX. One final tip. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see. I'm just trawling through um, my my notes. It's funny how these notes just seem to just get chewed up so quickly. I would say for sure that if you're if you're not yet looking at automated methods to capture data uh, using crawlers like 80 Legs or Mozenda, 
then you then you definitely should be. And finding ways to pull that into you know some kind of meaningful tool to analyze. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Excel and Excel pivot tables, and I think that 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 was generally speaking the biggest takeaway that I had from this particular one was that everybody's working a lot on data. Everybody has a different approach, uh, but for me, very much it's about the APIs. It's about uh, the, the crawlers definitely have a play play about with Mozenda, and, and and see what you can learn that's that's new today that maybe you 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 didn't have access to this time last year. If if I may jump into that, if if you look mm. at the data you're getting, um, do you feel the data is always valid? Or, I mean, if I look at a lot of data <laughs> and I, I can shoot holes in well most of it uh, within well a minute for most of the time, and I mean, it's it's good to to be aware of that. I think. I mean, you have to try stuff. You have to figure out, uh, make up a, a hypothesis, if you like. But how do you feel about um, the the quality of the data you're getting? I mean, there is only one one well one party party uh, who can deliver you the right data. That's Google. They're not releasing it. At least not uh, enough, in my opinion. But uh, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, I look at all the SEO most things, and, and uh, I like it. It's good. But um, most of the time, it's also way off, or it's only for the U.S. since in, in that area or in this niche. Uh, how, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, look, um, and any data that we get our hands on has to be taken with a bit of a pinch of salt. Um, I just think that you can take you can take some of the uh, ability to produce it and, and 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 gather it into your own sort of realm if you like so rather than always relying on other tools to get data like like linkscape for example there's a lot more that we can do today to to capture it ourselves and i think that yes there's always going to be holes in data there's always going to be anomalies and um i think it's better to have have the data in front of you and understand its weaknesses than to not have that data at all, and and still be stabbing in the dark. I, I think I know which one I'd prefer, uh, but we've got such a long way to go generally. And I, you know, I totally appreciate what you're saying. Um, it, it 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 can be misleading at times, and you have to learn um, how yeah, to accept I think that. that. Yeah, I think that's that's the, the reason you have to tell people as well that uh, it's not enough to take it for granted. You have to work on it and try it out for yourself. I mean, it's not that we're getting all these data and we say, okay, this is it. This is fine. We're going to do this. No, you have to figure it out, put up uh, your way of working with it, try it out. If it works for you, it's good. And if it's not, try adding and try doing stuff with the data or, or with the things you've you've teached, have been learned, have been learning the last uh, couple of well, months, years, you're working on it, and, and start educating yourself a little bit further. Why didn't it work then? Uh, what, what could have happened? What went wrong? What's different in my situation and that situation? And I think this is a part of uh, a lot of SEOs don't understand. I think if I hear what hap- what's was happening at the SMX Advanced. Uh, I think this is the big difference between advanced SEOs and uh, well, well, start, starting SEOs or marketeers for my from for my part. I don't care. Uh, I think there is a difference in in the way they keep educating themselves and mm. and ways to do it. Uh, is that yeah. is that a good and, feeling? And, I and absolutely. Show and and using 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 the data as a starting point. So I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an example. So a friend of mine uh, wanted to get. Um, IP address data from every inbound link coming in from a Linkscape extract, and mm. you know that that data isn't yet included in 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 a tool like Linkscape. Uh, I know Majestic SEO can do that, so you should check that out. But he didn't have that, so 
um, he had to write a script to go off and get the IP address for every inbound link in that data. And I think that that's, that's really impressive. Whether or not you get to a, um, you know, a particular conclusion at the end of that kind of a process or not, the fact is that you know, you, you've gone off and you've built you know, your own system to go and collect that additional layer of information that you need to be able to make an SEO decision. I think that's so cool. I really do. You know, to be able to, yeah, to be able to use APIs, to be able to use uh, a bit of basic programming. It might be a little bit hacky because you know we're not all great developers. But the fact that you're, you know, you're actually going out to discover where that data can be and finding new ways to use tools that are already out there, I think is really, really exciting. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Us. <laughs> to the next topic then. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time for our, our final break because uh, uh, I was on a show yesterday where we missed one uh, <laughs> one commercial break, so we're not going to do that today. No, that uh, means you have to take Ford, to boss. <laughs> What's that? You means you have to take four now, okay? Just to make I, it for oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wasn't my mistake. <laughs> I know it's okay. Yeah, well, go ahead. It's Mickle. <laughs> it was Mickle jumping in the middle of the show. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That was my Rescue, fault anyway. Take us to the final commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. 
Podcast Tip Shit Show. We're talking to Richard Baxter today, who's our guest, who was at SMX London. He uh, gave us a lot of tips from uh, speakers and uh, attendees from the event, and um, uh, it, it sounds like it was a good event uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, there was another event going on at the same time, which was in Munich in Germany, which uh, I just have to mention was one hell of a good uh, event too. It was AFU Expo. Um, I, I truly believe it's one of the best organized event out there, maybe the best organized event uh, out there, uh, especially in Europe. Um, you were, you both were at the um, uh, London one, uh, I think. Richard, you were at the last London one, and uh, Roy, you were at the one before, right? Agreed. Yeah. 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 So, uh, again, uh, it, was, it was great organized. I'm, I'm really surprised always how well they think of uh, how to um, please the visitors. Um, the only problem again was the Wi-Fi, but it wasn't really their fault. Um, they had a limited number of access points to the Wi-Fi, which means that if uh, everybody was on the Wi-Fi, then um, uh, some of them, some of us, couldn't get on. Uh, but Matthew told me that they, if they wanted to upgrade, they had to pay twenty-five thousand pounds or something. So that was huge, a huge amount of money. So I, I could understand that uh, it wasn't always that good. But um, I saw the same thing going on, like uh, um, what Richard just said about SMX. Um, a lot of high quality speakers with a lot of how-to tips and a lot of actual um, uh, really content you could take home and, and start using right away. Uh, there was a great presentation from Tom Critchlow. Uh, Jane Copeland had a very good presentation on, uh, on link building. It was really, uh, really, really, really good. So um, uh, shout out for um, the AFU Expo team also. That they did a really great job. Um, before the break, we were also talking about uh, data and all sorts of stuff. And uh, today there's another um, inf- news item which came along uh, about Google Analytics. Um, you guys probably have read about it. Um, Google's now giving uh, out a plugin which uses, um, except for the users for Safari, but users like you and me, but also uh, people um, who are just serving the web, uh, they can use to stop data being sent from their computer to Google Analytics. Um, that would mean, on the one hand, it's a privacy thing. Google is really moving towards uh, those complaining about privacy saying, okay, you can now opt out of uh, being tracked by Google Analytics. I think the Germans will like this because they have a lot of issues with, with, with the Google Analytics. Um, but it also probably means that the data we're going to get from Google Analytics is going to be even worse. I don't know if you guys agree on that. What are Google doing with this? I, I, I've got to say, I... I appreciate that you know privacy is a really really big concern and it's it's important for a lot of users. But you know I I think this blog post on on the Google Analytics blog it's only what an hour old or something like that. And and my first impression was yeah just I just felt really concerned about the accuracy of of of, of my traffic data for for, for my clients. You know th- this question is going to come up with a lot of clients. You know yeah how do we know those numbers are right and Frankly, um, we don't know those numbers are right. No, but the, the, the numbers aren't right anyway. So, is there a big change? Well, this is the thing. I mean, who, who knows? It would it, be nice to... I, I don't know how they do this, but like, it would be nice to get some sense of, you know, uh, proportionally, how many people are likely to, to opt out 
by region perhaps or something like that so you can kind of build in some kind of model to say well yeah we know that within a reasonable level of certainty uh, this percentage of people are, are, are likely to opt out of of of, of this kind of tracking, um, but I don't know how else to answer that. I really don't. Roy, what's your take on this? Well, I think it's just uh, there's not a lot of users who are going to use this. Uh, I mean, they're they're good at, at um, security through obscurity in this case. I think, um, yeah, they, this this is the way they can point out in, in their three meters long privacy page, well, there is this thing you can do against it. Do this and it will work out. And I think that that's it. That's the only reason it's there. Just to point at it and say, well, you can use this. We don't care. Yeah, we're I, don't think, I, know, I, I don't think this is going to really impact uh, you know, our data in, in, in any meaningful way, right? Very few people are likely to actually go ahead and do this. It's just the options there. Yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, same with that. Mm. Although there could be some some... Some stupid system admin on well, well let's name a company uh, KPN in the Netherlands or uh, well O2 in, in the UK that says well this is something we can run in our whole policy system and then roll it out for the whole company well yeah that could happen <laughs> can imagine yeah. but uh, on the other hand it's, it's not uh, I think I don't think it's a really a big deal for, for a lot of people uh, and in general if, if, uh, unless unless you look at Germany because they've been. Well, yeah. they've, they've been bitching around all, all, yeah. all time, and then they keep, they will keep bitching. I mean, this is this is for Germans. This is not going to be enough. This is not the way to to handle things. They want it completely different. They want it their way since they're Germans, and the same with the French. In a couple of days, they're going to start the same thing. We want it different. We want it this way. This is what we got the EU for. This is why we got EU laws. We should all obey to those laws. Uh, and even they, those are stupid, but this is the reason why the European Union isn't getting any step farther uh, in, in the future than, than the US, for instance, who don't care about it. Or at least, um, well, don't care as much, let's say like that, uh, since since there's a little bit of turmoil going on over the Facebook thingy. But <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I think this is not going to work. Uh, this is this is for Google a way to say, "Hey, we did our best. You do the rest." It's it's all in the in, in the liberal kind of thing. You can you can try it if you like. Yeah. Speaking okay. of Facebook, do both of you guys still have a uh, have a Facebook account? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Did you guys read Just about, about the quit, about the quit Facebook day, which is next week? Yeah. Oh, what day is that? Thirty uh, first. First. May, I think. And what do you what do you have to do? Do you have to quit for good, or can you just deactivate the account temporarily? Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hard hard to quit it for good. I think it's a lot of people don't even know how to do that. I think there's this nice bookmarklet that that you can run on your privacy page, and it will help you uh, correct your settings on the privacy issues uh, accordingly. I, th I think this one is nice. Maybe I should drop it in the chat room. Well, let's do it if I sit down again. <laughs> um, I think that's 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 a good one. Uh, I, I, that's that's nice when I, I run it and I, I well most of my settings were okay and the ones weren't were because I like to spam my links as well sometimes. So, but that's not a Facebook thing, is it? I mean, no, it no, does. no, it's not, not Facebook. <laughs> Facebook no, is not probably not Facebook. liking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Although Zuckerman is, is it, I think uh, Mark Zuckerberg is, is really working on on a way to to listen to people uh, at last. Uh, but I think no, he's not. No, no, he's not. not. It's it's just just giving a signal that he, he does. That's it. No, he's. Uh, I, I I wrote a post about 
I, I wrote a post on that today. He's not giving any signal. He's just diverse, uh, uh, trying to diverse same people. Thing Google does with this look look the other thing. way. Okay, we, we thought about you. Uh, this is it. It's good, but it's not. So It's the same thing Google does with their plugin. Hey, hey, we're listening. Oh, yep. here you can go. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As long as people fall for it, it's it's great great way of doing business. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Long, really worthwhile strategy. Go ahead, guys. Run it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's gonna- what's the deal with US? Oh, we got time left because I'm kind of wondering. I heard about this. I think in last year's show of yesterday, something about it. US newspapers selling SEO services. I uh, didn't rate the article. Yeah. So. Okay, oh, that's that one's on um, search engine land. Um, I'll put the link. In the chat room, um, Gannett Newspapers, um, and the, the opening paragraph is Gannett Newspapers, the latest to hop on the SEO bandwagon, and they're, uh, they're they're selling yeah they're selling SEO services to local companies, a newspaper company. Hmm. Interesting. Sweet. I mean that that is interesting. That sounds yeah, sweet. Me, well, I mean, hey, you know, you've got a whole bunch of nice authoritative domains. You've got plenty of content. Um, I, I, I'm not commenting on, on how these people are actually doing the SEO because I, I genuinely don't know. But it, I mean, if if I owned a, a whole stack of newspaper sites, let's just say that if uh, if I was getting into trouble for selling links and I needed to uh, rehash my SEO sales yeah. strategy, maybe just start selling the SEO because yeah, you know. exactly. It's just it's just, <laughs> just links. But they do it out in the open, isn't it? Yeah, uh, they yeah. do it out in the open. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a memo which came uh, across and then. Uh, um, okay, so it's not open, but it leaked, which is even yeah, it was, worse. It was blogged about. And oh. uh, well, actually, it, what I what what Richard just said is true. It's it's just actually just a mask for link selling. You can get links from a lot of good SE, uh, newspapers, or, or well, I don't know if it's a good newspaper, but from a lot of newspapers, uh, which in in a way is SEO. But yeah, that's about I mean, it. We as SEOs don't care about the, what the content of the newspaper is. We only care about the, the value of the links, isn't it? Yeah, so just, if it's a good I newspaper, just, uh, it probably ranks well. I, I just heard from uh, Brasco that Gannett actually owns USA Today, so they do have a lot of big newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Right. One, yeah. Of the, one of the big ones. <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, that makes nice. <laughs> so um, um, I think we're there, Brasco, or do we have a. Uh, Couple more seconds or minutes. No, um, no, we have a show coming up. I'm sorry, guys. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, then in that case, I'm really going to thank Richard Baxter for joining us on the show. Uh, we'd love to have it's you back one day. And um, thanks for all the uh, SMX tips. Um, Richard just sent me an, e- an email. I just saw it coming in with all the notes uh, he made from SMX. So uh, I'll be sure to put those on show notes where you can find uh, also all the links to Richard, who can be found uh, on Twitter at Richard Baxter. And uh, its blog is seogadget.com.uk. Right, Richard? Right, Bass. And thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Roy, thank you. See you next week. And bye-bye all. Just-